So sometimes people ask me, how do I evaluate my sales system? How do I know if my sales system is even any good? Well, I put together a little outline that I've been using here lately, and I'm sure I'll change it again after a while. I've probably done a hundred different iterations of this sort of thing. But basically, I would say you need to know a few things. So what's the sales path for people to get to you? What does it look like when they call you on the phone? What does that routine look like? What does it look like if they email you? What's the sales path look like there? What's it look like if they initiate a chat with you on your website or send you a message in Facebook or they try to WeChat you or something like that? Uh, what's it look like if they are sending you a text because uh, you may have your system set up to respond by SMS? So what does that look like? So take a little time to sort of map that out. Uh, I love paper and crayons. Crayons work great because you can use different colors and make it interesting and have fun and act like a little kid. That's always good. And then think about how someone becomes a lead. What happens before they contact you? What are their drivers, their motivators? What are their trigger points uh, before they contact you? And then how is it they find you? What's the initial contact look like? Those kinds of things. And then take another sheet of paper and some crayons and think about the different decision points people go through when they're dealing with you. So it might be as simple as, uh, I'm hungry, what do I feel like eating? Do I want pizza or tacos? So that's my decision point. If I say, ah, oh, well, I want pizza, then my decision point is, well, do I want to make some from scratch? Do I want to buy a frozen one? Do I want to call for takeout? Do I want to go somewhere and eat pizza? So now I have to decide all that. So let's say I decide, well, I'm going to, I'm going to get delivery. So who am I going to call? Is it going to be the cheaper one, the one I like best, the one that takes the longest, the shortest, right? So you get the idea. You run through the decision points. So you kind of understand where things either start moving in your direction or start falling apart. Then think about the closing process at each decision point. What has to happen for those old decisions to be made and to set up a new decision, right? Because that's what closing a sale generally is about, is setting up the next decision and you know, hopefully you get to where the decision is, yeah, I'm gonna buy from you and then whatever decisions happen after that. Where do you run into hesitation or resistance? So where's your friction points, your sticking points, your roadblocks, your stumbling blocks, whatever you call them. Where are those things? Um, think about where those lay in each of your paths. And then think about the conversations you have with people, right? So conversions come from conversations. So what are the conversations you're having with people about the different decisions they have to make along the path to buying from you? And what does someone say to you that tells you you lost the sale? 
So what are the couple phrases that people will say before they say, well, never mind, or I'm not buying, or buy? What do those things sound like? And that helps you think about what was their thought process before they said that? What were the series of events that led to that? How could I have influenced that? Those kinds of things. Now, what does someone say that tells you, bingo, you've got a sale? Right? What are the words that come out of their mouth or the actions they do that make it plain to you that person's going to buy? And then think about, well, how do I get to that more often? How do I stimulate that? How do I set up a, a group of decisions that lead someone to say that? All right, so think about that. And what questions do you like to hear? There's got to be questions that people ask that make the little voice in the back of your head go, oh my gosh, I'm going to get a sale here. This is going to work. Great, great, great. They're going to buy. There's all those kind of questions. And the question is, is not the, I don't mean, do you take cash or credit card? Clearly, that's a great question for someone to ask you. But maybe they're asking you, how soon can I get it? Or what color does it come in? Those kinds of things that tell you, yep, they're going to buy. Um, and then where are you finding pain points, not just for the prospects, but for your sales agents or your customer service people or your delivery people, whoever's involved in making the sale, helping the customer get settled in, and then delivering on what they bought, where are the pain points there? For your people, where are the pain points for the customer? And then, of course, how can, you, how can you deal with those and make them less painful, turn them into pleasure, create some sort of corresponding pleasure? So if they have to do something that's a big nuisance, what can happen after that that then becomes a pleasant experience to erase the annoyance of the nuisance? Right? You can think about those kinds of things. And then certainly the, the opposite of that is where are the pleasure points? Where are the points where your staff, your people, your delivery folks, your sales and customer service people get a little happy and feel, ah, oh, that was great or that was, that was pleasant, that helped, that felt good, and help create more of those situations or put more focus on those pleasure points. And then where are the pleasure points for your customers so that you can recognize when things are going well for your customer and you can hopefully create more of those kinds of situations. And where are you hearing happy sounds from your customers? So I, I often like to talk about the happy sounds you hear and the bewildered looks you get. Right? So those are the kind of two ends of the spectrum when you're selling to someone. You'll get happy sounds or bewildered looks. And the bewildered looks tell you, of course, you're hitting a pinch point, a pain point. You're being irrelevant. Something's happening there. Of course, the happy sounds are the things that happen before you hear the questions that you want to hear or before people make decisions at certain decision points that lead to the sale, right? So look for the happy sounds and the bewildered looks on their faces.
And the other thing I would ask you to look for is where are you info dumping? So where in the sales process are you saying too much? Are you making it too complicated? Are you going through a laundry list of, of to-dos, items, whatever it might be, where you're just saying too much to the people? There's a lot of times when we do that as sales and customer service people, we want to tell somebody the whole story. We want to give them everything they need instead of focusing on what it is that's interesting to them for the moment, what's going to move them to the next decision point, those kinds of things. So if you kind of run through this as your method for evaluating your sales process, you will learn a lot about what's working, what's not working, what you might want to do differently. So that's what I would leave you with now on how to evaluate your sales system. So I hope that gives you something interesting to take with you. Thanks so much for tuning in to Troncast and for supporting this podcast. Much appreciated. See ya.